Wow, I haven't done one of these in a while. Um, this is a solo show. And shit, I don't think I've done a solo show in maybe a couple of seasons. Um, I know maybe seasons, gosh, what, maybe uh, seven, six, seven were very solo seasons. But this time, I'm going to do this for the first time in what feels like over a year. Uh, and, and there are reasons why. Um, Sam had to cancel uh, last minute. So we haven't had Sam in a couple of weeks. She's still stuck on her podcast. So she wasn't able to finish up. Um, and I thought, you know, I will just cancel today's episode as I did last week. And then I sat here and I thought, fuck it, man. It's Holy Week. There's probably a bunch of people either looking for material to listen to as when they're bored in Holy Week. Or there's going to be a lot of people that don't really have so many things to do that they're not going to be listening to a podcast. And maybe a solo show won't really bother them too much. I mean, Chopper's here. Uh, she's downstairs. I could have just grabbed her. But then I remember reading some stuff on Reddit and on Discord. Uh, just a few people saying they miss the solo show, which I don't know why, because they're boring. I mean, I think I think I'm more effective talking to somebody else. I think everybody else in broadcasting these days is more effective talking to somebody else. I could have easily done a uh, a radio show by myself as I used to in the early years. But now when I'm stuck on the radio by myself, I almost feel like a rookie and I don't know what the fuck to talk about. So um, talk shows, audio talk shows, radio shows, they've changed dramatically through the years. And having a co-host, having two co-hosts, shit, having three co-hosts sometimes is very normal. And back in the day, it was kind of not really unheard of, but just maybe frowned upon. I don't know. People liked the solo commentary and all of that shit but it's intimate and i get to kind of talk to you guys my people man for the first time just you and i uh hanging out not a lot of jokes probably gonna be told because again who's gonna laugh when nobody's around no zoom either i i know i promised i was gonna do a zoom but if i'm by myself it just feels kind of awkward and i don't like being the center of the tension here so um i'm not gonna turn on the zoom stream but don't worry. Uh, I mean, that shit will probably come back on Tuesday or Wednesday when Alex is going to come back. Now, Alex said he could have been he he's available to do the show tonight. He's just running from a rally. He's running a little late from a rally uh, for Lenny in Pampanga. And I thought, you know what? Never mind. Let's just do a solo show for those purists out there who kind of want to have that for whatever reason. So how are you, everybody? You guys good? Again, summer, well, in, you know, summer in the Philippines. Uh, some time off coming up. I hope life is good. I haven't had this kind of weird. It's a kind of this weird small talk that I get to have with you guys just to ask you how you are. Uh, today on the show, I think we have, let's see here, two Philippine calls and uh, we'll go to Europe for our final call. And I don't even know what to expect. Usually BSE episodes are not very sexual. So there's probably not going to be a lot of that shit. But Maybe it's going to be intimate where I get to talk to you guys, kind of heart to heart, right, about certain things that's going on. I have no idea what's in store, but we might as well start it now. You're listening to Good Times and Well, the podcast, year 11. This is episode 31 of this season. And again, Amy and you, and let's start with Rain, who's 19 years old. Rain, you are in Pandacan, Manila. That's in Manila. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's in Manila, right? Pandacan's in Manila, right? Yes, but yeah, I mean, like it's in downtown Manila, heart of Manila, and Dinaman. Where's Pandangan? I think I, I could have, I could have sworn I dropped somebody off there before. Um, let's see, it's yeah, it's in Manila district. Okay, cool. Um, you're 19, man. What's going on? How long have you been listening to this show? Uh, can you hear me, Pastor? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, um, I've been listening for this show for almost like 
two to three months or four months, I guess. Because na kita ko putong show because of Sir Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And I appreciate Alex uh, being so. Uh, already naman po when I was a kid, you know, watching GMA. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. What? 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 Kita ko na po sa TV before nung bata ah, yeah. pa. Ako. Yeah, That's probably. Cool. Shit, I've been in. I've been in radio and showbiz longer than you've been alive, but. So a lot of you may have seen me. A lot of people your age may have seen me as a little boy. Um, well, thanks for being here, man. You're new. W- w- what do you got? What, what's the problem? What do you want to talk about? Uh, Sergio, just para sabihin ko nung diretso yung problem ko later yeah. na story. Yeah. It's like may problem ako regarding sa relationship ko with my dad. Sure. Yan po. So yung story kasi, let's, just, uh, let's go back sa past. So broken family ako and I live with my mom for almost like six to seven years, and nakuha lang ako ng father ko when I was in first year high school. And Why? Uh, growing up with him, pa- Why did you jump from your mom to your dad in the first year? Is it because... custody stuff. So you, you know, your, mom, your mom lost custody of you? Parang ganun po, yeah, because of may mga kaso-kaso and all. So kaya nakuha niya po ako nung medyo pa-high school na po ako. Wow. So was your mom like... She wasn't a criminal or anything, was she? Okay, all right, continue. Okay, so nakuha niya po high school. Then, as, lumaki na po sa kanya. As of now, kasama ko pa naman siya. Magsi-second year college na po. Pasensya na po if medyo nanginginig. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> medyo no, okay. That's cool. So, yun. Magsi-second year college na po. Okay, I'm still with my dad. As of now, it's been like seven to eight years, I guess. Yeah. Or six. Anyway, so, ayun po. Parang growing up with him, medyo napapansin. Actually, hindi, hindi medyo. Napapansin ko talaga ano siya. Overprotective. is medyo okay pagdating sa akin. Like, kunya, lalabas lang ako kung ano-ano nakagali sabihin niya. Parang, basta parang, parang siyang may iron fist some, something sa akin. And, syempre, lalaki naman po. Lalaki nyo naman kayo, sir mo. And yeah. I did not know your personal background po na lumalaki kayo. Pero syempre, as a teenager before, may mga gusto ko yung experience na like, lalabas and all nung high school. Pero ako, lagi lang ako diretso bahay. Hindi ko talaga nagagawa yun kasi konting paalam ko lang mag-aaway na kami. Sabi niya, nagbubulak-bulak ako even though I have, hindi you know, naman po sa nagmamayabang pero uh, mahilig naman ako mag-aaway. Yeah. I have good grades, no student and all. So, yun po, parang na-hold back po ako sa mga gusto kong gawin even before and even now na magbebente na ako. Like gusto ko mag-work, ayaw niya. Like, gusto oh, even ko lumabas. Huh? Wow. Even working lang, gusto mo magtrabaho, pero ayaw niya. Ayaw niya po, sis. Pag, if, if I bring up the topic na mag-work, kung ano sabi niya na, kulang ba binibigay ko nito, ganyan-ganyan, mag-aaway yeah. na po kami. Okay, alright. No, I get it. Wow, this is, this is a good question because we talk about this a lot on the show, um, Rain, regarding what are limits and what are freedoms that we are going to give our kids. And if you, if you listen... If you've listened to me regularly, you probably would see more similarities with me and your dad. But the difference between us is young iron fist. Like young, I, I'm not. I'm not that type. I'm not the disciplinarian guy. I want to shelter my kids as much as possible, um, but I am not going to do it like with conflict and with an iron fist. Uh, which I want to kind of ask more about in a little bit. So, did you? Do you still have more backstory, or, or do you want to throw your question in already? Well, for backstories, yung high school, pa lang po maano, kasi baka sabihin nung mga nakikinig later on sa ano, sabihin nilang petty naman ng problem, tsaka baka isipin nyo petty din yung problem. Kasi po, uh, papa sa akin hindi siya petty kasi 
you know, naging teenager naman din po kay sir. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I don't think this is petty at yeah. all. So, yeah, kumbaga, I have a lot of um, problems na pag-grow up ko, lalo na ngayon, minsan naisip ko, naisip bata ba ako, kasi parang hindi ako nakapag-socialize ng maayos sa kaedad ko. Uh, yeah. When I was in high school, kasi nga, lagi akong diretso bahay, although pinapayagan naman niya ako, pero like, it's like once a year, twice a year. So, <laughs> tapos dumating yung time na nagka-girlfriend ako, that was third year high school, and luckily, girlfriend ko pa rin siya yun, even though na yung situation, yeah. talagang even though legal po kami sa side ng parents ng girl and legal kami sa side namin ni father ko. Legal parang kayo pang, sa parents niya at, at sa tatay mo? Oh, parang pinayagan po kami okay. with the, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ang, parang may kasunduan sila nung, ano, nung parents ng girlfriend ko na ah, sige, pag may pupuntahan sila, uh, sabihan nyo lang ako payag ako ganyan basta yeah. may content nyo. And usually, ginagawa nila yan and he does not approve. <laughs> Hindi ko alam bakit, sir. So, parang kumbaga, gumawa sila ng ruling na siya yung hindi sumusunod. And, regarding naman po, so parang, kumbaga, bawal na naman. <laughs> like, ano po yung reason ba't magagawing legal, di ba, in the first place, if hindi mo din pala papayagan yung sa simpleng ganun. Yeah. Like, mag-outing girlfriend ko with her family, papaalam, so she's like, ang dami siya excuses na, eh, bawal kasi may lahat kami. Pero malalaman ko lang pala. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so well, can I ask a follow-up question here, Rain? Of all the things yes, that sir. you missed out on because of your dad, um, what's give me like what's the worst? Like, what's the top missed opportunity? Top three missed opportunities that you've you you see other kids, other teenagers, other young adults now are able to do that you're not able to do. Siguro sir, nung wala pa kasi yung girlfriend ko, kasi baka makinig siya nito. Yeah. Wala pa yung girlfriend ko, kasi ako talaga nagkaroon ng established friends, syempre. Kasi growing up po dun sa mother's side ko, wala talaga ako naging kaibigan halos. Kung baga, kasi palipat-lipat din ako ng school. Nakailang yeah. school na rin ako, sa like seven or eight sa tala ng buhay ko. Wow. So, kung ang dami ko pong na-skip na friends, yung kagawa ng kaibigan dito, lipat ka na naman sa school. O, wala yung circle of friends sa kabilang school. So, kung baga, gusto kong maka-establish ng kahit tropa-tropa. Yeah, barkada. Right, right. Yeah, okay. So that's that's number one, and that's a big one. That's a really important one, and I feel bad that you didn't get to do that. Uh, give, give, me, give me another frustration. Pero madalas hindi sila nakikipagtapatropasan kasi pag may gala sila sabi na, ay, di ko naman papayagan ng tatay, may papasbuk. Ay sabi, kung baka, ay, sige, sige, ganun na lang po. Kasi pagiging passive na lang, rather than aggressive na, hindi sama niyo ako. Kasi alam ko naman sa sarili ko na, no, he won't approve sa gusto. So I think yun po yung pinaka- ano ko, sayang na, ay, sayang wala akong naging tropa or true the re- friends. The reason, why, the reason why I'm asking, Rain, is because the level of heartbreak I have for you is is dictated by what you think you missed out on. Like, if a 19-year-old called the show and said, I missed out on what? Cutting classes. I missed out din ako sa mga, uh, you know, fucking ramble and all that stuff. Then I'd be like, just shut the fuck up. What you're missing out on, your answer for the one thing you feel most frustrated about is having friends. Like, my heart breaks for you because, man, that really is, that's really terrible. Um, <laughs> do you consider your parents good parents? Like, individually, obviously, as a group, they're no longer together. So we'll take it as individual. Is your father a good father? Or yes, yes, is sir. he just a fucking dictator and tyrant? 
in terms of the mother muna po, hindi ko talaga bet yung mother ko. Madami talaga ang problem sa kanya nung nandun ako sa kanya. Abusive siya sa akin. Okay. And yung sa father ko naman, actually, yun po yung medyo inaano ng utak ko na grabe ganun siya sa akin. Pero grabe din yung pinipigay niya sa akin in terms of my needs, my wants. You know? yeah. Hindi naman po spoiled. Okay. Pero kumbaga yung need lang, needs lang, nabibigay niya talaga, nasustain niya. He, he does everything to give what I needed for my school, for my daily life. So, kumbaga, in terms of being a good father, grabe po, grabe yung tasa respect. But, but, but that's, that's just the, the, the provider side of being a father. Is he also your friend? Does he do things with you? Nagtatalo po kami sa ganyan. And, sinabi niya na sa akin before kasi nagtalo kami tungkol dyan kasi nga pag nag-ask po ng advice sa ibang mga tao sa binala ko sabi mo lang yung tatay mo inakala nila ang dalino okay so <laughs> he's not okay so he's just a good provider but outside of yes. that he's not a great father in other aspects in terms of emotional sir hindi po talaga yeah, yeah. okay alright so what's the question here Rain? I think, sir, ano po, ano po best na pwede kong gawin? Should I go out and, you know, be independent or bullshit like that? Yes. Or, you know, just stay for like, until ma-graduate ng college, this, this, well, lang kasi every time, ah, sige po. Yeah, yes for both. I think, I think you have earned the right to live a very independent life away from these two people. As much as, as much as I'm very pro-family and pro-relationship with your parents and, di ba, I, I'm, I'm always that. You, you guys know that. You are those exceptions to the rule where obviously you're, you have no relationship or you have a very bad relationship with your mom. Your relationship with your dad is also bad. Okay, fine. He's a good provider, but that's it. It stops there. The moment you become a self-sufficient adult, graduate from college, um, the ability to start your own career, my best advice for you is to leave far away. Go abroad. You know, really immerse yourself in a world where there's no control, no chaos, and your ability is going to take you where it's going to take you. Now, I know you have a girlfriend and, you know, all that stuff kind of might get in the way, but you're a classic case of you're on your own, Rain. Everything you've wanted in terms of independence, you're going to get it, but you're going to get it at a later age than other people. But when you finally get it, it will always about, it'll be about you and you only. Until, of course, you have your own family. Yes, so yes. I, I don't know if, you, if I made sense there for, for you. I, you know, you're 19 and I'm 44, right? There's a really big gap here in age. But I could, I, what I'm trying to tell you is, yes, I understand why you're frustrated. I understand why it sucks. I understand why, fuck, man, you don't know how what it's like to have a group of friends. But you're going to be able to do all of that just at a later time. And when you finally get a chance to do it, you will call the shots for the rest of your life. Because... Sir, sir. No, no, go. go. Uh, sir, because it's not just... I know that. But sometimes I see my classmates who work, and sometimes I feel like I'm left out. And, and I know it feels normal to feel left out. And parang kasing iniisip ko, sasasabi nila na, as you've said na, pag-graduate ko, magagawa ko yung gusto ko. Pero parang iniisip ko, wala, baka mag-focus ako sa work noon. And you know, I can't do the things I want to do, like personally and shit, stuff. So ano po yung ano yeah, yun? Yeah, but you gotta so, focus parang, on school gen- anyway too. Wait, what, what year are you? Magsa-second year college po. And what do you, what's your course? Uh, business economics. And how are you doing? You doing good? 
Well, I don't like the course, but I'll, I'll strive to finish the course well, for well, the sake well, of. If you had a chance to choose your course, what course do you want? Uh, psychology, po. Stick to business. <laughs> psychology. <laughs> Actually, wanna, yo, good. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to be? Yes, sir. What do you want to do? Like, what what career uh, do you want? I want to. Ano po, after I graduate, my ano. Gusto po maglo. Okay. All right. Then may, uh, okay, fine. Uh, the psychology or business, I, either or two are fine for for uh, law school purposes. Um, it's a tough one. You you want me? Do you do you want me to tell you to rebel against your father right now, so you can have friends, and that so you can you know enjoy your college life like your other friends do so that you and your girlfriend can go out and do whatever it is you guys want to do as a young couple in love and and just stupid shit is that what you want me to tell you no sir i'm just asking for a uh, sir for the background is may tumatak po aso anyways um gusto ko lang po ng general advice kasi every time i ask people regards my situation sa father ko sabihin lang nila magantay ka like kilala ko po kasi sila eh kilala din nila ako and gusto ko lang um, makakuha ng sagot na honest probably honest I don't know na hindi ako kilala personally so that probably but I gave, you, I gave you the same advice as they did They're, I mean yes we sir, might not be wrong least, yes. we might not be wrong I mean you can communication now is better than ever in terms of building friendships remotely <laughs> in a sense I know that being together in face-to-face and going out with your friends is really desirable, but we've seen in this past few years during COVID that relationships still can still thrive. Friendships can still thrive. They don't necessarily have to end. Um, now that things are going back to normal and you have not been out for a few years, and neither has anybody really, and it's only now people are trying to get back into this, it is very tempting to do the same thing. Uh we're stuck here because does your father pay for your tuition for school? Uh, actually, he wants me to go to a private school, but I insisted, po, so you know, pumunta po sa isang school na free. <laughs> so, which school do you go to? Ano school? Ah, uh, sige, sabi nga, PLM po, sir. Okay, all right, yeah, no PLM. Um, <clears throat> why didn't you want to go to private school? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Kasi parang feeling ko, uh, ayoko magka-utang. Hindi naman sa utang na loob. May utang na loob naman po tayo sa parents natin. Ako sa kanya, malaki. Pero ayoko na dagdagan yun kasi alam kong di naman kami mayaman. Di naman din okay. kami ganun kahiyan. You're, kung good, baga nasa you're a good guy. You're a good, you're a good, good son. Surprisingly good son. Considering <laughs> your parents are little, you know, less than ideal. Okay, so here, let me do this. Let me play the role of your father. And let me tell you what I want for you. Knowing the kind of person that you are in this past 10 minutes that I've met you. And I, I only have 10 minutes to really break you down, right? But if I were your father, and I could be old enough to be your father, right? Um, this is what I want for you. Job, trabajo, absolutely not. No way will I allow you to work right now. And I don't care if your friends are working because they're probably working at Starbucks or Jollibee or some other place that, to me, isn't what I want for you right now. You're a good student in a public school with dreams, still with dreams that are um, very difficult to attain, but people like you attain them. 
And I don't want you, I don't want that shit to get in the way. I don't want you to start getting a paycheck and then start taking your girlfriend out and then start going, wow, me pera ako. And that's not real money. That's, pl- that's not even, ba- that's barely play money. Any job you're going to get right now is, is barely play money. So I don't want you to work. I want you to fucking still study. Now, as your father, if you talk to me and you said, you know, I've got a girlfriend and all my friends don't want to invite me because I never get to go out, I would let you go out a little bit more. But I would also, again, make sure that your friends are good people, that you guys are not doing stupid shit, and that you're not going to do anything to derail where you are right now educationally. You're 19 years old. Your job right now is to get through school. And, you know, every now and then on weekends and stuff like that, you want to hang out with your friends, fine. I, I would allow you. But your father right now is not allowing you. So how do we get him to say yes? When's the last time you, when's the last time you talked to him about it? Like last two weeks ago. I mean, generally, like speaking, sir, hindi like specific na palabasin niyo ako pa ganun. Parang last two weeks, nagtalo na naman kami. And ang sabi lang niya sa akin, ang lagi niya pong bahat sa akin, if gusto kong ganyan, like sabi, gusto mo naman mag-asawa, labas ka na sa bahay ito. Yun po yung lagi yung pinabato sa akin. Kaya parang I always dodge speaking to him. And regarding po sa question niyo, parang ang hirap talaga din, sir. I mean, kapasado ko siya. And pag tinatanong kay Lolo Tolo ko tungkol sa ugali niya, ganun din yung sagot. At sabihin lang din, eh, hindi makikinig sa'yo yan. Ganyan. One-sided yan. Parang ganun po. So, do you ever lie? Do you ever lie to him? Sneak out? Do things like that? Or are you... Chapter. Kasi, ang hirap, no? <laughs> Kasi, I have a choice. Pero yun yung pinili ko. Like, sneaking out. Makanyari sa girlfriend ko. Sa, yeah. Yun, ganun po. Basic. Dude, rain, rain, rain. <laughs> That's our life, man. That's all. That's all. A lot of us have had to... I mean, yours is medyo, yours is medyo drastic, but it's not, it's not that far off from what a lot of people have had to go through. I mean, I, I hate to give you bad news because I want, I want you to be happy when you leave this call, right? You guys know this shit. I, I, I'm in the interest of the caller, but I have to tell you right now, man, yes, your dad's a, your dad is overbearing and he's too much. But is he grossly too much? Not really. And my advice for you as a friend, as a as somebody you are requesting advice from, and if I were your father, is whatever you're doing right now, this is what I need you to focus on. Trust me on this. This is what I need you to focus on. You could use more socialization, of course. You could use more outside time. Everybody can post-COVID. And I hope he gives it to you. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if you're still stuck in the prison that you think you're in and that you feel like you're in, my advice is continue to do it. Continue to get through it. And the moment you're done, you're done. And it's over forever. You live the life that you want the moment you get out of it, out of college. And start your career. Now, you want law school. And that's hard too, man. Fuck. And, and if you want to go to law school, 
the restrictions that you feel right now are preparing you for the restrictions that you're going to feel in law school. Because in law school, you don't have a father that's telling you you can't go out. You have a list of homework. You have a list of reading material. You have a list of preparations. You have a list of mock court cases that you have to go through that are going to act like your father right now, meaning they're not going to allow you to go outside. And what you're getting through right now is, in fact, preparation for that life. Have you ever met any law students? Some of them never go out for years because they're so engrossed in the studies. And they have to. That's the dedication. That's the sacrifice. Now, unfortunately, your sacrifice is not optional. Your sacrifice is mandatory. And it is, it's given to you by your father. But dude... Five years from now, you're going to call me. I'm 24 years old and law school is not allowing me to have a date with my girlfriend. And I'm going to go, yeah, that's right. It doesn't. You have chosen. You've been given the hard path, Rain. And you're choosing a, the hard path as well when you, when you have law school ambitions. But it is people like you who get through it. That's the hope. That's 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 kind of the good thing. Yes, I know Putangina sucks. But Rain, it is boys like you. The good ones. The ones that the ones that can take whatever life gives them and still make something good out of it. You're not supposed to be a scholar right now. You're not supposed to be a good guy. You're supposed to probably be cheating on your girlfriend and you're probably supposed to be drunk on a Saturday night. In Holy Week, you know, as we prep for Holy Week here, you, Rain, are supposed to be drinking right now and drunk out of your ass, maybe even high. Because that's what 19-year-old, 20-year-old frustrated kids who come from shitty families most often do. But look at you. It's Saturday night at 11 p.m. Manila time. You're on the phone with me on how to help navigate through your life. It's guys like you that do well. So hang in there. It sucks. It fucking sucks. But it's short term and you have the rest of your life to be independent, to be successful, and to start doing the things that you didn't get to do as a teenager because, you know, unfortunately, you were born into the family that you were born into. I, I I apologize for that, but I am glad it was you, because you're gonna do great. You're gonna do great, and 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 that's not the um, typical. life coach. Oh, you can do anything you put your dreams to. Everybody is special. No, you. I know you are. I've talking. I've spoken to thousands of nineteen year olds that I am hopeless about. You're not one of those guys. Trust me, you're not one of them. It feels encouraging. <laughs> I mean, well, yung girl, yung girlfriend ko lang masyado nagsasabi sa akin yun. Kaya parang, I mean, kaya ayoko na mag-open up masyado sa ibang tao, sir. Yeah. No, and I'm glad you called, man. I'm glad that you messaged. And I know you're I very eager. You're very eager. Right? Yeah, you're very <laughs> eager to get on the show. You've been texting me fucking all week long. Um, n- now, I know that you, now I know your story. Maybe I should have texted you back a little bit just to feel like you had a friend. Uh, you messaged me a lot. And I maybe mess- I texted you maybe five times back, seven times back, or give or take, right? Maybe I should have texted you 25 <laughs> times. I didn't know that you, were, you didn't have any friends. I, I should have reached out more, right? I thought seven messages to you was enough. <laughs> 
Maybe I should have done 25. For you to notice face enough. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no, well, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, no, you're going to do good, man. You're going to do good. It sucks, but hang in there. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not that far off from your father in what I would want for you right now. Don't get a job, dude. Don't fucking get a job. And understand, I, I, think the, the, I think my best point, and sorry, I know it feels like, Medjo, like I'm giving myself credit, but I think the very best point I brought up tonight is that what you feel right now and what your restrictions are right now are going to be the same restrictions you're going to feel when you get into law school and when you start you know, the early days of your career. And yes, that doesn't sound fun, but there's a lot of fun to be had later when you've when you're starting to get successful. I mean, how much fun can you have now at 19 when you have no money? It's like, what the fuck are you gonna do? You're gonna go out. You're gonna you're gonna buy shit. You're gonna go out to restaurants. You can't afford it. When you get my age and you have all the money, I'm not saying I have all the money in the world, but you've got way more money than you had when you were a teenager. Now I'm going to the restaurants I want. Now I'm buying the shit that I want. When you're 19, like, what the fuck are you going to do? So hang out with your girlfriend. Hang out where it's free. Hang out where, you know, fucking whatever. Play video games. I don't give a fuck. But don't think that you're missing out on this great world because guess what? You can't afford the great world. The great world, the, the fun shit, the truly, like, fucking amazing stuff, that shit costs money. Most often costs money. And you don't have any of it. And you're not going to have any of it for a while Fucking 10 years before you start actually starting to get, a, you know, some fun play money. And a job at Jollibee and a job at wherever is not going to do that for you. Stick to the course. Study hard. Get into law school. Knock that shit out. Six years from now, we're talking to a different reign. Ten years from now, I am going to be somebody who envies your life. Thanks, brother. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you, man. All right. Good luck. Have a good day. Have a good night. Thank you, Have a good day, Tell your girlfriend I said hi. Later, dude. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. Later. Bye. Bye, bye, bro. Thank you. All right. Dude, yeah, man. That guy's 19 years old. Fucking Saturday night. Calling me. Guy, A guy who's who has that kind of adversity in life should be fucking drunk out of his ass. But look at him. He's here. It's a good guy with a really bright future. So, anyway, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have a couple more calls. This is a good time to roll the podcast here, 11, episode number 31, solo show with myself and you guys. And I hope you find it somewhat entertaining. But back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast here 11, episode number 31, the solo show. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Hey, if you, I've been getting a lot of people uh, asking for the link to the Zoom stream when we do the Zoom stream. And I have to repeat the same thing. Now, if you're asking me this on social media, I'm probably not going to reply because I'm so sick and tired of fucking replying so to, to that question. So please, 
if you want to Zoom with us, we only take the first hundred people to jump on. You have to go on either Twitter or on Discord. The Twitter is uh, DJ Mo Twister. The Discord link is on my Twitter if you want to join Discord. Uh, and I, pro- I, I actually encourage you guys to do that because there's a lot of other uh, listeners out there that interact with each other and you know all that stuff sometimes it, ha- it goes through a lull where it's kind of quiet for a little while and then it picks up every now and then but it's still good to have it's still good to be part of and then follow me on twitter uh if you want to get on the show message me on instagram that's always a really good way to go about it all of those handles are at dj mo twister and if you want to donate to the show guess what it's also at dj mo twister you just go to anchor.fm slash my name and uh, you can download, sorry, donate as little as 99 cents a month, especially to those who are based in the U.S. Um, we have three calls tonight. We're down one, and we are ready for caller number two. Her name is Pia, 27 years old. She's in Parinaque. Hey, Pia, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hey, hey, Mo. Hey, Pia. Um, are you sleeping? Yeah. The fuck, man? You're uh, 27. You should be awake. No. <laughs> I know. It's 1130 <laughs> no. at night. Well, about to. You're about to. Hey, were you the Pia? Were you the cute girl on the Zoom uh, room the other day that we were making a big deal because of like some really cute girl? Was that you? That was you, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I, could, I could. I could. Now I'm looking at your face here on your photo. I'm like, where have I seen you before? And I remember the other day. I think it was Alex and Chopper, or especially Alex. You know the fucking perv that he can be at times. Uh, I think he was trying to like remotely hit on you, um, and you know, because yeah, you're you're really well, I've- cute. I've been always watching his shows, and he always says hi to me. I think he always forgets too that that it's you. Yeah, so that, that's <laughs> so that's how you know. Oh, fuck! Now I wish Alex was here. Now I wish we waited for him. That's how you know when some like celebrity they don't really they're not super interested in you, but they would absolutely fuck you if they could. Um, is when they see you all the time and they say the same. Oh, it's like putang It's like fifth time you said that to me on your stream. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, while you're 27, you look like though you're 19. I mean, you are really baby faced, and I'm kind of surprised. So I saw your name, I saw your photo. I'm like, oh, that's the cute girl from the Zoom. And then now that I read your age, you're 27. You, you look like you're 20, 21. Um, so you're very baby faced. Yeah, you're you're incredibly baby faced. Um, well, anyway, Pia, whatever. We're here. What do you want to talk about? Is your first time on the show? Pia? Yeah, first time on first time. Okay, got it. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Okay, so what's bothering you so much that you finally had to reach out? <laughs> yeah, so I just turned 27, and I feel like I'm at my peak in terms of time out. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Are you, do you have an air conditioner behind you? Oh, it's a fan. Let it's a fan. Yeah, can you turn off the fan? It, it sounds like you're, the fan sounds like a jeepney is going by. Um, perfect. Okay, so much better. Yeah. Oh, wait. So I just—is that the fan? No, no. Oh, okay. I hear something in the background. Never mind. It's my dog ears. Okay, so you're 27, and you feel like you're at the peak of what? At my at my peak physically. Okay. But I've been single since uh, I think 2016. Why do you say that? So my that's 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 an interesting comment. This is your peak physically. Why Uh, is this? The thinnest you've ever been, the prettiest you've ever been, the when Alex Calleja is 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 fucking <laughs> trying to flirt with you, this is the most compliments you've received ever. Did you have like an ugly duckling 
type of syndrome when you were younger? Uh, not really, but just that not a lot of people recognize me. Or I think my problem is, yeah, I was I'm baby faced, so now I'm slowly maybe transitioning uh, to woman into more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're developing. You're blooming. You know, that's the burden though of the baby face is nobody fucking takes you seriously when you're yes. 20, 21, 22. It always feels kind of creepy to date a baby face girl or a, if you're a baby faced guy, none of the girls your age would ever date you because they want men and you look like a fucking, fucking putoto. You like, you're like just a fucking tiny little dick walking around. And then you get into this age, 27, 20, 29. Now you're dating. If you're a guy, now you're dating the 21-year-olds who didn't give you the time of day when you were 21. And if you're a girl, now all of the guys are starting to hit on you. Older guys, younger guys, fucking guys your age. Everybody wants a piece of you when you're baby-faced 27-year-old. Um, okay, so you're at your peak physically. And then? Yeah, but I have been single since 2016. And my my last relationship was back in fourth year college. It was it lasted for five years. Um. Okay, so is that a problem? <laughs> it, I, I it's not a big the biggest problem, but I feel like I've been single way too long now. You know, I, I keep saying I know you keep saying. Uh, not to find guys in Bumble and ask friends for recommendations, but I honestly feel like uh, either my group of friends is so small that I already know their friends, or walang talaga silang recommend for me. So I've I've been on a few dates with guys through the years, na pinakilala and also guys from Bumble. So some were not my type, or some had good conversations but didn't develop into something romantic. Uh, some were fuck boys. Another guy I dated for maybe two months. I stopped talking to him because he was disrespectful to his mom. Good, good. I'm glad uh, that you noticed that. <laughs> hey, so wait, well, let's not let's 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 uh break all of those categories down. Okay, so what did you say the first one? Some of them were what? Um, you said got some romantic. Some not my type. Okay, some not your type. Okay, those guys but, are gone. The guys not your type. Fuck it. We don't. Even co- what was the other one you said? Like some of them were. Developing we had, into we had ro- good conversations, but yeah, we just talk really well, but nothing romantic. Oh, nothing romantic. So nothing sweet. Yeah. Well, what are you looking for? Because you're on Bumble. I mean, <laughs> the, the Bumble is, is a place where people are looking for something. Either they're looking for sex or they're looking for romance. Where the guys that you had good conversations with, but they're not looking for anything romantic. Were they just looking for sex then? Because then that would be the next category, which was your fuckboy group. <laughs> yeah, the most, I'm maybe 80, 90% are just for, Looking for, for sex. sex. Yeah. Did you bang any of them? Uh, no. Because no. you said not to fuck them if I wanted oh something my God, more Pia, serious. I absolutely love you. Thank you for taking my life lessons and implementing in your life. <laughs> no, really. Especially, especially you, because you are going to be hit on constantly. Um, again, and without having to overly make this about your looks, let's just let's just do the real talk shit. When you are as as cute as you are, and you are, there are going to be fucking guys three sixty trying to lie to you, fucking fuckboy way their their way to you, 
like all the moves, all the lines you're going to hear it. Um, but your frustration is that you're still single and you're looking for a relationship. Yes. Yes. What about work? Where do you work? Um, in a bank. Yeah, I know we have a lot of new hires yeah. uh, in the office now. But then, isn't it not advisable to date your co- co-workers? I mean, it's, it's it's weird, right? It's like a it's like it's it's both. It's number one. So many romances start from the workplace because you spend so much time there. But then you're right. Number two, if some shit goes down and something negative happens or some scandal or some bad breakup, you're now stuck with these motherfuckers every day of your life and you either have to leave or you know, just kind of suck it up and get over it, which is also a challenge on its own. Um, so, yeah, it depends. If it's a huge company... I'm more okay with it. If it's a smaller group of people that you have to see every day in the same faces and there's only like a total of 10 people or some shit like that, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't do it because that could be a problem. Um, what's the question? Uh, yeah, it's more of, I don't feel the pressure to like start anything like a family or something yeah. bigger. Yeah, uh, and I enjoy being alone, but sometimes uh, I also want someone that's constant that I can easily like, hang out with. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what? And I feel like I've exhausted my, my options or, or my effort <laughs> finding somebody. <laughs> so, do you have any thoughts? How or what else we have to do, or I have to do? Okay, so let's similar to okay. Let's yeah. let's work on a little bit of math first. You said six years. Let's make that four years because COVID, right? Always. I'm going to knock out always. In, in, in the great bulk of the problems all of you guys bring to me, I'm going to knock out the last two years because the last two years were things we've never experienced. The, 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 the void of, um, of interaction and all of that stuff does not count to your mm-hmm. tally of I have been single. Okay, all of you listening, remove the last two years from the math. So you've been single for four years, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's you've been single since getting out of college. Is that frustrating? Sure, it is. But you said it earlier. Your appeal, your appeal wasn't there at 25 because you look like you're 21. Now that you're into your physical peak and it so happens to coincide with the removal of restrictions... I feel a lot better about your prospects moving forward. Now, it would be nice if we can take off the mask soon because you're, you know, you're very pretty. And I think that, that the mask goes against you <laughs> that it does like for most people. But I'm only concentrating, obviously, on the, 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 the surface stuff. You're going to get a lot of guys bugging you. Now, how do you weed out those guys and make sure you're going to get the good ones. That's when we start going to some of the lessons we've learned on the show, right? Which is, of course, number one, do not sleep with them. Any sign of a red flag, get rid of them. You did that. You saw him the way he treated his mom. You kicked that fucker out. I love that move, Pia. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, start getting into outside of the bumbles and the tinders and all the other bullshit. Try to find yourself in... 
Gosh, wait, wait, hold on. I'm trying to think of a really good online method. Do you date only Pinoy's? You're Chinese, right? Yeah, I'm Chinese. Um, not necessarily. Do, like, do, do you? What's your type of guy physically, and then what's your type of guy personality-wise? What's your type of guy emotionally? All that shit. And then maybe we can find a place you might most likely find those types of dudes. Physically, not nothing. I I really don't have a lot of requirements or. Yung tipo, walang ganun. It's, it's usually, you just, when I see the person, I just know, uh, I okay, sure. <laughs> you know how many guys now are listening are like, score! <laughs> yes! yes! And, and mostly, I, I, I realize it's more of the connection. Yeah. Like, with most women, maybe. Yeah, no, that's right. But, but, you know, we, we had, um, we had Cindy Miranda here the other day and, and I call her an old soul because some of the stuff that excites people your age, her age, parang doesn't excite her or in this case, maybe you. You've got a little bit of old soul-y that, that kind of I detect, um, which is a good thing sometimes. But you can make you slow. It can make you boring. It can make you, just like it did Cindy, loveless for quite some time and always <laughs> constantly looking because I think when guys look at girls like you, beautiful, young, you know, thinking they're going to have a good time and then they come across girls who just want to stay home and, I don't know, be alone, but every now and then would like to interact, they go, oh, shit, well, I'm not going to get what I want out of these girls and then they move on. Um, hmm. Foreigners? Never jump yeah, sure, on. but I, I don't think I'm not their type because based on Bumble matches, it's very rare. Really? Huh? That's kind of shocking. So only the Alex, only the Alex Calier types, <laughs> you know, older Pinoy men. Right. What about you? Okay, so you're down south, right? Yeah. And... I'm assuming you're a rich girl, yeah? No. Come on. Chinese from the South? Come on. <laughs> Chinese from the South, rich you... girl. I feel, I, I, uh, I'm assuming you're a rich girl, yes? Yeah. C- comfortable family, as you humble rich say. <laughs> what about your little konyo group down there? Don't those konyo boys fucking try to... Yeah, that's my problem. The people, like my friends, they... They're the usual group. There's nothing new. All here. of them with their, they all look the same. <laughs> they all look with their, <laughs> with their polo shirts and their khaki shorts and their fucking. That's what I mean, though. What kind of guy do you want? Because most girls like you, no? Want, mm-hmm. so often want that, sa- that same fucking Konyo Pinoy look from your neighborhood, right? And if you're if you find them boring, are, are, I mean, are you looking for somewhat rebellious? Are you looking for long hair, fucking musician, <laughs> artist, guy? Not really. I, I, it's more of how the guy is with life. So maybe ambitious, care, uh, knows what what he wants. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I, I don't have an answer, Pia. I'm sorry. But I think doing the math part, as we get out of as we get out of COVID and start to normalize, and as I said earlier, it's coinciding with your peak. I think the future immediately, like the very near future, is very bright for you in terms of options. The challenge is going to be how do you know which is the good guy? And that's why I say I can't answer that for you because you know that. Like you know who the good guy is based on your interaction with them. I would always continue to look why they broke up with their last girlfriend, for example. I would always look at like you did. What's how do they treat their family? How do they how do they treat problems? How do they look for solutions when shit goes down? You 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 have a high standard for yourself, Pia, and I'm okay with that. But the problem with having such a high standard is the crop of people are less. But it's coinciding, though, with the best parts of your life, which I, which, which gives me a lot of confidence that you're going to be okay in the, near, in the very near future regarding love, regarding finding somebody. Um, but that's it, man. I, it's, it's hard. This, I thought this was going to be an easy conversation. And now, honestly, I'm stumped because, because I don't know what it's going to be like after all of this uh, you know, restriction bullshit. I don't know if people are going to be going. I don't know if you're going to be going out. And if you're not going to be going out and you're relying on Bumble and none of your friends are interesting and you don't want to work, you don't want to date anybody from work, and daming somewhat bawal, I don't, I don't know how easy it is for you when it should be easy for you. Do you think it's like, I should like go, go to parties, go to... Sure. Yeah, fine. But do you drink? Do you like to party? You said you like being alone. Uh, Not party hard, but drink socially with... Yeah, Yeah, fucking do it. Just just, re- just be careful though, okay? I, uh, be careful. Be careful of the threats. Especially when you're drinking, be careful of the threats. Be careful of the young Alex Galeja, who... <laughs> Who only remembers you because you're cute and doesn't remember that he told you you've been you're cute five times. There's gonna be guys like that all over the place. I'm and I'm fucking with Alex. Alex, you know I love you. I'm kidding, but I'm not wrong that there are gonna be guys kinda like that. Now the reason why Alex is doing that is because he's meeting five thousand people a day, so he's not expected to remember all these people's names and shit like that. So he, he his is way different from what I'm talking about, the guys out there. Um, and we're just fucking around. Like when we see you guys on on Zoom and stuff, and you're attractive, and we do that with the boys too. If there's a really bulgy guy there, we had one uh, a couple yeah, weeks yeah. ago, and see the door and Susie losing their shit. That's that's just the burden of being cute, right? You're cute, you're attractive. People are gonna fucking bother you all the time about it. It's, it is what it is. But outside, when you're there and you're drinking socially and you're at parties and with your friends, there are going to be threats, Pia, and some of them can be dangerous. And if you don't have a strong set of friends the way Susie had that that if you remember her story that were pulling her away from that one night stand with the Hinebra small forward. <laughs> if you don't have friends that are going to fucking be there for you like that, then unfortunately you might find yourself in some in some really shitty situations. But that should not scare you 
from going outside and going to parties and stuff. Because the parties are going to be hard, man. People have so much people have so much frustration these past few years that these parties are going to be wilder than ever and they're going to be fucking crazy and there's going to be more drugs than ever and more alcohol than ever and more sex than ever and more just fucking energy than there has ever been before. That's what you're going to be walking into. That could be a good thing, but that could also be a very dangerous thing. So just be careful. Yeah? Yep. Yep. I prefer you to... I don't know, but I feel like I prefer you stay online. <laughs> but online is its own ugly, ugly space. Any other questions, uh, Pia, or, or or what? No, no, I'm good. Okay. When's the last time you went on a date? Uh, Pre-COVID, I think more than a month ago. Oh, so you went on you went on a date recently? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Like, and how did the guy ask you out? Just chat. <laughs> hey, you wanna meet VGC? And then where'd you? Where did he take you? So he was late. <laughs> <laughs> and then where I did just he went take to you? the park. Was he poggy? Mm, maybe a maybe six a. point five seven. Are you fucking, how do you? How do you allow a six to be late <laughs> on a date with you? <laughs> Okay, where, I just try. Did he okay? Did he did he pay for it at least? No, it, I finished my meal when he arrived, so I we oh, so met you, at the park, <laughs> and I just said I I had to go home. Oh, okay, so you didn't even hang out with him. Oh my god, what the fuck, really? So you ate your meal by yourself like a loser, <laughs> and then you paid for it like a loser, and then he shows up after the meal. And then you fucking leave him, yes? Yeah. Okay, good. Perfect. I love the move. I mean, unfortunately, he's an asshole, but whatever. So the, the date before that, when was your second to the last date? Oh, I think late last year. All right. And how did that turn out? Where did you go? Uh, I don't know. Just, just a random restaurant. He's did, more of a yeah. He he's looking to fuck. So. Oh okay. Did he pay? Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Most fuck boys pay because they think then it means you owe them something after, right? So how did so that's you? That's why. How did you? How did you know? Yeah. The the I think it was a comedian once where you know you get the menu right, and then there's a side of the menu and the sobrang bahalima ima order, and then they you know guys would call that as the fucking side of the menu. Like. <laughs> You order from that side of the menu. I ever fucking get a blowjob out of this. How did you know he wanted to fuck only? Uh, the way we talk, it's usually leading on to something sexual. Okay, and you still agreed to go on a date with him? Yeah. Okay. Benefit right. of the doubt. Okay, so Pia, here, the reason why I'm asking you this is, as barren as you think your dating life is, it's not. Um. You're actually pretty active, considering you went out on a date the other month and you went out on a date late last year. I, I know that two dates in a span of five months isn't amazing, but it is, again, considering the circumstances, right? So you're not like you're some locked-in-at-home, no-social-life. You're just not finding the right guy. And I will go back to what I said earlier. I feel really good about your prospects, though, in the, in the near future because everything is going to come to place for you. There's a lot of people out there that lost their peak because of COVID. A lot of people 
who got two years older and their peak expired because of fucking restrictions and lockdowns and all of that. You're that you're the opportunistic one where restrictions and lockdowns are gone. Now you're you're getting into your peak. So you are actually the one that may benefit from the most when it comes to young people and interaction and socializing and dating and all of that shit. It is in your favor. So even if we have nothing to go with after this conversation of how you're going to find yourself a boyfriend, I am really, really excited that uh, you can take this opportunity to um, really have an amazing social life, a really amazing dating life as you as you get into your uh, physical prime. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay, Bia. We'll see you on the next Zoom then. And um, <laughs> let, let's test this. Okay, so I think... Tuesday or Wednesday is our next Zoom with Alex. Okay. I hope oh, he's he doesn't. still doing podcast. I thought he was leaving. Oh, motherfucker. That's right. That's right. He's leaving for Canada. Holy shit. Because um, I want to test our theory here. And I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to this episode. Okay. Genita, whenever the next, whenever the next uh, Zoom thing with Alex, yeah? I am going to send you the link to the Zoom before everybody else. But I guaranteed you're in. Okay? Okay. And then I won't accept you in the room until I accept everybody else. Like all, you know, 60, 70 people. <laughs> and let's see if he does the same move where he goes, Oi! Ang ganda ng girl na yun ah. Sino yan? Pia ba yan? Pia? Hi Pia! Ako si Alex! And then let's see if it fucking does it again where he forgot that he said that. But continues to to zone in on you. Yes, that's a deal. Okay. All right, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the link. Uh, like, you know, uh, an exclusive link to to that one. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pia. Appreciate yep. you. Sure. All right, cool. Thanks. Have a good one. Later. Bye. Bye. Um. Okay, so I'm already expecting the messages, right? I'm going to expect the messages of, oh, cute, cute Chinese rich girl from the South, can't find a boyfriend, uh, has high standards, and isn't, isn't one of these girls, uh, what is it, the wal-wal girls in the bar or anything. This is, this is, what do they call it? This is girlfriend material. This is, I'm going to wifey that girl. So I know I'm going to get these messages from you fuckers who are looking yourselves. Oh, by the way, cute girl who doesn't require you to be some stud like was willing to go out with a six who didn't even fucking show up so now i got all these fucking ugly guys now who are gonna be messaging me I'm like oh okay, okay well listen we, we need pia's number and the answer is gonna be no not giving you her number i'm giving it to alex <laughs> let's take our last caller here i think we're going to germany and talk to Yuan, who is 37 years old. Yuan, you are in Germany, yes? Like where? Berlin? Uh, fucking Munich? Like, yes. Where in Germany are you? Hi. Um, I am currently in Amsterdam right now. But oh, in, okay. Yeah, but we're based in Germany, in Ramstein. Oh. Some U.S. base. Oh, okay. In U.S. base. Okay, but so you're in Amsterdam, what, for, for the day, for vacation, for the weekend? Yes, for vacation. Just to see the tulips. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because... It is springtime. And, Spring, yeah. Um, oh man, I, I, I don't, I've never seen that. I, I've been to Amsterdam, maybe you know, 
a dozen times, but I've never really seen the tulips. And I've gone through, I've gone there during springtime. I've gone there during mm-hmm. uh, winter and summer and like kind of all the seasons, but I've never come across it. Maybe just, I don't know, never had it in mind. Uh, like some of the ones on the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the photos with the big fields, just amazing, yeah. amazing uh, tulips. We should probably do that. I mean, I'm taking, though I'm taking the family, we're taking the, the kids and all that uh, to Amsterdam in November. Baka wala nang tulips, but. Oh, yeah, no, it's only in spring yata. Shit. All right. Anyway. Tulips Festival. Yeah, maybe next time. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. thanks for being on the show, Yuan. Is this your first time? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, you're 37 years old. And uh, yeah. how can I help you? What do you want to talk about? Oh, so I know, like, I messaged you because I just want to thank the show. Uh, because when I was doing my chemo treatment, so I was like listening to your show yeah. and it, it was funny and I like um, you and Alex and <laughs> um, your wife Chopper yeah. so much. <clears throat> and ang, ang remember ko na talagang tawang-tawa ko during my infusion is when you were talking to this guy na mayaman, um, he has like a collection of um, Patek watches. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, wants like the toy or like sex toys this is so crazy right he's texting me right now and and it's not like we're te- we text each other all day long or anything like that i mean i shit you not he is literally he's probably <laughs> going to hear this too he is literally texting me this very second while i'm talking to you and i haven't heard from him in a while uh-huh. so just kind of kind of creepy right that you're talking about him yeah. and- <laughs> And anyway, he just messaged me right now. He says, "Hey, uh, hey, bud. Uh, some of the listeners are are adding me on Instagram, asking for help, an opinion on watches, and then just put LOL. Like that message just came in right now while you brought him. That's up. crazy. So that's fucking nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. And I haven't I haven't heard from him in a while. Okay, so yeah, the sex toys and all of that. Uh, what kind of, if you don't mind, what what cancer do you have?" I do have a gray zone lymphoma. It's kind of like rare. It's um, it's like between Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's and yeah. non-Hodgkin's. Probably like those are the. Is it as um, is it as dangerous as as uh? I mean, is it well? Because Hodgkin's people so often survive, right? Often yeah. are, are good, right? That's like highly curable. Yeah. The non-Hodgkin not so because they don't know where it's coming from. Right. But yeah, I do have the co- combination. That's why they just call it gray zone. However, with gray zone, um, there's like really no standard treatment unlike other cancer just because there's not a lot of people who have this type of, type of cancer yeah. to do the study. Parang ganun. How do you know you have cancer so, when you're so young? Like, is it... I, 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 this, probably, so, this is probably really personal and I apologize, you want Just tell I would, if you don't I, want to talk I can it. share it. It's probably good para malaman ng ibang tao. Yeah, for sure. Na, to get. So it started, um, I think, no, I have this skin problem. Okay. Na it's so itchy. Like, sabi ng doctor, it's um, severe dermatitis. But... I even um, have the dupixent, which is like so expensive. So, ano to, in one part and of then, your body or yung buong katawan mo was itchy? 
uh, some part lang, usually sa arm ko yung sa akin. Okay. And then, nagpa, so, sa, I went to dermatologist. They did a biopsy. The biopsy result doesn't make sense. Ang sabi, it's a form of, uh, it's because of drug allergy daw. Sabi ko, I'm not taking any medicine. Yeah. And then, sabi niya, okay, yeah, uh, um, puta ka na lang sa ibang dermatologist sa university hospital, baka mas maganda doon. So, they did another biopsy. And then, ganun pa din, the same result, it's because of drug allergies. Sabi ko, this doesn't make sense. And then, nung binigyan nga ako nung Dupixet, that's nawala. But I have this cough, which is on and off, since like November 2019. So, imagine having cough during the pandemic. It was yeah. so hard na ang daming beses kong nag-swab, it always came back negative dahil hindi naman siya COVID. It's, right, I'm just right. coughing until... Yung cough ko is like, it got worse na minsan hindi na natutulog yung asawa ko sa tabi ko. <laughs> Kasi hindi siya makatulog. And then, it got really, really worse noong 2021. Dahil nagigising ako ng like madaling araw and then I cough till I vomit. And that's when... It, 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 that's when... Yeah, but b- dito, nag, ano, nagko-consult pa rin ako sa doctor ng, hey, why can't you just do an x-ray, you know? Yeah. Kasi sinasabi nila, it might be heartburn or it might be dahil sa allergy. So, ang dami kong doktor na napuntahan. So, nag-doctor shopping ako <laughs> until napapayag ko yung isang doktor na x-ray. So, halimbawa, nag-x-ray ako ng 8 ng umaga. Tinawagan ako ng mga 8.45, saying na I need to go to the hospital and I need to do a CT scan. And then, pinuntahan ako ng doctor because I work on the same clinic dun sa base. And then, pinakita niya sa akin and then I saw a huge lump sa aking right lungs, Dude, which I fucking, thought, I have lung cancer. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, right? That... Yeah. I mean, in a sense, uh, and and not not to get too medical here, because I know we're gonna. I'm not sure what what your question is and what we're gonna talk about, but it just kind of as a life lesson to everybody. You go to a doctor, you think that whatever they say, you have so much faith in them. You you think what yeah. they're gonna what they say is right. <clears throat> you go to another doctor, and you go to another doctor. You go to three doctors, and you're like, well, they must be right because yeah. I've had the. And then you you continue to shop and shop and shop. Until you finally fucking find the guy that gets it right. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. it probably saves your life because you yeah. were so resilient in doctor shopping, as you call it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need to well, advocate for yourself. Right. And, and considering you were, it sounds like you work in the medical field, right? I don't know if you're a nurse or if you're some tech. Yeah, I am. That's fucking insane that you have access <laughs> to these people and yet you yeah. could not get a proper diagnosis. Just terrifying how the medical yeah. uh, Actually, Yeah. Holy shit. Anyway, so, so sorry, I mean, again, not to go too much into your medical history. So, you were listening to the show during um, your chemo treatments. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm, I don't know. Was that, that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, yeah because it makes me laugh okay and i i try not to like um think of what's going on because you know what is having cancer like the hardest uh thing that i experience because you know when you have cancer all you have to do is you know go to the hospital and get your chemo yeah so is that hard no it's not because it's no brainer 
mas mahirap pa yung you know yung lilipat-lipat kami ng lugar because of military. Yeah. Mas mahirap pa yun because there's a lot of decision makings. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. that's good in a sense, right? It's good that you were able to get through it. Now, are you cancer-free or? Yeah, so, um, no. So, I had my PET scan last um, month and sabi din sa PET scan na hindi pa rin nila ma-rule out yung lymphoma. It's because medyo mas mat- brighter pa yung ilaw ng lymphoma ko dun sa liver kasi parang dun yata nila compare. Okay, got it. So, it's a no, but I don't need any treatment right now. So, I guess I got a okay news. Sure, right. Like everything. You're kind of in the gray zone. Um, okay, but so so what do you want to talk about today? So, I just want to um, ask on like, um, what are your tips on like lessening anxiety? Since it seems like I'm going to be doing a lot of PET scan, you know, and I'm probably going to have, I don't know, nagrumabi uh, ulit or I get into relapse. Oh my God, you are on you know, the wrong show. I mean, Alex and I are fucking, like the anxiety level we have towards, Yes. sorry, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, death is <laughs> way more than most people. I think the average person comes to term with their mortality and all of that way more effectively than myself. And and then, you know, I know you brought up Alex earlier. And Alex, we talk about death all the time, how terrified we are. We think about it every day. I think about it every day. This is not an exaggeration. It is not. In fact, I think about it so much and the anxiety that when I asked you, what were some of the symptoms that led you to check? And you said, itchy skin. I'm looking at my body. I'm like, oh, puta, may itchy ako dito sa, le- sa legs ko. And then you said you have a cough. Like, ay, pucha, umu- na- u- na- ubo ko. You know, I am that guy. So wow, are you on the wrong show um, for this? But, but, but again, I'm kidding, right? I mean, I guess we can have a conversation and see if we find something. Um, you are living. You are living in Germany. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but right. no, that's not my sentence. Uh, my sentence: is You are living one of my big fears. Oh, the gray yes. zone, right? The am yeah. I or am I not gonna? The is how much time do I got? Do I have a bucket list? Yeah. Am I in Amsterdam today to see tulips? Because what if next year I'm not here? Um, that's fucking terrifying. And I hate to bring this into the conversation, but this is a podcast where we talk about the the hard shit too, right? Um, do you have a bucket list? No, you know what? When I first think that I have lung cancer, I don't have bucket list. I, I'm like really thinking of kung ano ang video message ko para sa anak ko, you know? (laughs) But I can't think of anything that I can't. Parang yun yung, yun yung parang yung nagpas, nagpas pataas ng anxiety ko because I'm dying soon and wala pa ako message para sa anak ko. Parang ganun. Oh, my next question was, do you have children? Do you have kids? What's that? You have kids? Yeah, one, one. How old? Seven. Wow. Boy or girl? Boy. Okay. <sighs> Holy shit. I have an eight-year-old, right? And then, of course, we've got other kids, but mm-hmm. she's the youngest. And um, 
Every day I think about it. And I'm healthy, I think. Anytime, <laughs> any little thing, I feel like, oh, I immediately go to my children. I'm like, fuck. What happens? You know? Um, yeah. I, you know, if you're looking for how to stop the anxiety, I have to come up with an answer. And it might even be fake. <laughs> because if I were you, I would be a mess. <laughs> And you sound like you're not a mess, uh, which which makes you better than me. Um, listen, the, the the news isn't tragic, right? It's not, but the great unknown is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Especially if like I'm going to know like I'm going to go through chemo again. I'm like, oh my god. Right, right. I mean, sure, but fuck, give me chemo every day of my life if it means you can prolong my life. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. As, as uncomfortable, I just I want to see my kids. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see the world. I don't have to go True. to places. I just want to look at the sky. Like I, I was thinking about dying the other week in the context of I want. I will miss the sky. You know, uh, yeah. I sometimes. I sometimes, and I, I know you're in Germany or Amsterdam, so you have more of this than I do. But how many more times will I get to see the snow before I die of old age? 25, 30? That's it. Because it only comes once a year. And it doesn't yeah. even come where I live. <laughs> so I have to cut that in half. I might see the snow only 10 more times to 15 more times maximum in my life. That is it. And that makes me yeah. sad. Insane. Yeah. yeah, that makes me really sad. Now, you get to see it fucking three months a year or whatever. I, I get to see it once every three years, maybe two years. And it breaks my heart because I love it. It's beautiful. And I'll miss that it and is. I'll miss the sky and I'll miss, I'll miss these things. I think about it. This is a really bad conversation for somebody to have with somebody who has cancer, but... Um, Let's do this. Not a bucket list because I don't want you to have some path thinking that you're going to die. But we are where we are. Think of the places you want and the things you want to do with your son and your husband, I'm assuming uh, you want to be a part of that. And if, if, if everything turns out to be okay, You've had this bonding moment with your child at an age and an experience that he will cherish forever. That There was a point in life where I thought I was going to lose my mom as a little boy. And what she did is she took me to all of these places and we did all of these things. And you know what? As I get married now, I'm, 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 I'm predicting the speech that your son gives at his wedding. My mom is in the front row. And oh my God, I'm going to cry. My mom is in the front row and I thought I wasn't going to have her for this moment. And I cherished every single day that in every single activity and every single place we went because we, we did it thinking we were running out of time and look where we are today. We won and I'm winning right now and this is awesome. Yeah. You know? Oh God, thank God we didn't do the, thank God we didn't do the Zoom uh Thank God we didn't do the Zoom thing. 
I would go yeah. with that. I would go with that. I'd make a bucket list right now. And I don't know how much how much of that list you can afford to pay for. I don't know. So don't make it too crazy. <laughs> but but make it accessible, make it attainable, make it realistic. Yeah. And then yeah. if it doesn't in a good way, if it if nothing happens bad to you in a good way, my God, what you can look back with with your son. You probably won't have another child, I'm assuming, considering your yeah. medical condition and your age and just all of that. I right? did. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it. It's you and him, man. And um, <gasps> and that's the mindset I'm going to go with. Now, you live in a base, so you're surrounded by military people. And they, too, often live a life of, I don't know if I'm going to be here next year. Now, we're not fighting any too many wars right now, I think. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're not really involved in the Ukraine-Russia Ukraine, uh, thing. But I'm assuming you live in the American base there in Germany? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to a certain point, your husband lives a life very similar to yours. Like, man, dude, right? Shit. Not guaranteed I'll be here. So... I don't know. If I were you, I would, I'd make a list of things to do. And okay, I'll let maybe them. I'll start doing that. Because I'm afraid I'm going to do it. I'm frustrated. So what? It it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be yeah. unattainable. It doesn't have to be. Oh, we have to go to we have to go to Antarctica and and see the frontier. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it doesn't have to be that. <laughs> Shit. It can yeah. Amsterdam for the tulips is fine. Um. You know, whatever, just things that are things that are within reach. Yeah. So you have stories. I, think I, I got what you're saying. Yeah. So, so you have stories with your son, and really, that's my focus at this point. A friend of mine got into a car accident last night, and um, it was really, you know, could have been really bad mm-hmm. because uh, usually the children are in the car. And for some reason, they were not in the car on this trip. And she got hit so hard by a guy who was on drugs. And he he hit another vehicle and was trying to take off and slammed into her. And, and she could see the car coming, she was saying. She could see the car coming at a high rate of speed right into her door. And it, it didn't hit her door. It hit the back seat, which where the children would have been on any other day they would have been with her. And... She said, in the moment, and her husband was telling me this, so I didn't really talk to her, but he was kind of parroting what her thoughts were. In the moment, knowing that you're going to die, all she thought about was her children, which is normal. And then when she did not die, all she thought about is what happens, what would have happened if I did, though, to my children. So you're getting all of it. In the moment that the car is coming... You think you're going to die. You know you're going to die. You think about your kids. And then when it hits you and you survive, you go, Putang ina, what if though? And then you think about your kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not in a head-on collision with life right now. Okay, let's be positive for five minutes. Yeah. You're not. There's a fight. You're not. And, and, and as much as sad stories are good for ratings, you're not there. Though, yeah. knowing the anxiety level I have, I would, a part of me would think about what if and do some stuff about it right now. 
That's all. That's my answer. Positive, negative, whatever. That's my answer because that would be what I would be doing. Now, the positive fight, 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 go, go, go. I don't know if I have that in me. Maybe you have it in you, but I would, you know, I don't know if I have that in me. Um, I would probably will myself to be that because my kids are so young and I need to be there. I need, you need to be there when your son is at his wedding and he says that speech that we just made together now. Um, you need to be there. So fucking do whatever it takes to get there. So again, not, not the end of the world right now because you're kind of in the clear, but you're not really in the clear. Um, yeah. But but yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to us though throughout those times. I appreciate that. Yes. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So. I always listen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's really nice. And, and that's really nice to hear. And I, I know we get compliments of this sort um, from you guys, you know, very similar to this. But you have to understand that the compliment is really the other way. I mean, how do I say this? No matter how often, look, let me read your message, right? You you guys say this. I'm really grateful to your show. So this is, this is I'm reading your words now, right, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mo, I'm really grateful for your show. It made my infusion days fun. How crazy is that? Like, that's a compliment you're giving me. You fucking have no idea that the compliment is really like it's so humbling. I, I can't even articulate it. I want to compliment you for being able to get through that. And in you know, if our show helped out in any other way, in any way whatsoever, it's very humbling. Like, don't thank me. I, I should be thanking you guys for for even choosing us, me, this show to be a part of that battle and you know i'm glad i'm glad that kind of we did it together in some kind of way even though you did the heavy lift you i know did, right you yeah, lift. Kasama kayo. i was like laughing with you guys yeah. it's so funny that's so humbling that's so like fucking crazy like thank you i am i am grateful for that and that's all of you guys and it doesn't have to be medical it could be some it could be educational. It could be mental. It could be spiritual. It could be any kind of fucking horrid challenge that you guys are going through and that you choose us to be a part of that. That's really mind-boggling for me. So a million, a million, million thank yous. I, I am grateful. Yeah, I appreciate that you guys think you're grateful, but no, the, the, great, the gratefulness is really on our end. So really, thanks. Um, anything else you want before we wrap it up here today? Oh, I think that is all. Okay. I'm just really grateful for you for your show. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. I guess. <laughs> thanks. But thanks for letting us be a part of it. And um, yeah. you have my number. Message me yeah. anytime. Um, anytime. This is like I don't. Yeah. Have... Maybe I'll message you when I get my remission. Yes. Yes. And let's celebrate together. <laughs> and uh, you know, my wife is German, so. Uh, We'll be there in November. Yeah. If you get it around that time, well, let's go celebrate. Take you out to dinner. Okay. Yeah, I'll. We'll probably gonna go back stateside. Oh, already by that time. Okay. This year, yeah. Okay. Well, where do you where where in the U.S. are you guys uh, based on? But you know, you live in Vegas. Maybe I we'll do. go there. Maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please, if you come here, then then send me a message and and let's all let's all celebrate yeah. life and uh, our kids can be friends. You know, all that shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Thanks, Yuan. Appreciate you. Have a good day. Have a good night over there. Enjoy the the flowers. Bye-bye. Yep. Oh, man. That is, ugh. What a kind of fucking regret this whole intimate solo show bullshit. That was too emotional. Um... I don't know how many episodes we're going to be doing with the uh, Holy Week coming up. Uh, I don't know if this is going to make us take a break for the week. Um, I do know, though, the radio show is going to be back in studio on Tuesday uh, after Easter Sunday. And we are going to attempt to make it sound and look like it was before the COVID days. Callers. You know, us in studio, of course, me not, but, you know, that's always been the case. Three hours of radio, topics, all of that shit that, I mean, because without the radio show, this podcast doesn't exist. You guys, there's no following for this show, if not for the following of the radio show. So I appeal to you guys all to get back on the radio gig, man. Let's just jump on that. Let's see what's, let's see what we got left in radio, not as a show, but radio in general. Let's see what it's got left. I know podcast has been kicking its ass. Uh, for a while now but let's see you never know there might be something about live you know, social commentary and interaction Cuento Cadiri and all that other bullshit that you guys loved so much back then and see if we've got what it takes to pull it off and give it a little bit of a renaissance as we uh, you know as we try it again for 2022 thanks for hanging out with me on this Saturday night could have been so many places um, but hung out here. So appreciate you, and we'll see you next time for another episode. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook.